Welcome back to Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. The Uri winter storm that swept across the U.S. last weekend has wreaked havoc in Texas. On February 16th, as many as 4.4 million people in the state were without power. Around 34,000 megawatts of generation capacity was forced offline on Monday, while this included 12,000 megawatts of wind capacity as turbines froze. Gas-fired generation was also heavily affected. The cold weather caused gas wells to freeze up and pipelines to reduce their throughput because of a lack of pressure. On February 17th, Texas Governor Greg Abbott even ordered the gas producers in the state to stop exporting supplies to Mexico for four days after invoking a state of emergency. Instead, they must provide it to suppliers in Texas in order to ease the state's energy crisis. Mexico relies heavily on U.S. gas supplies, prompting its government to press U.S. officials to reverse the decision. Belgium's Fluxis has taken a final investment decision on an expansion at the Zubrigge LNG import terminal after a record number of operations at the facility last year. The terminal is currently capable of bringing ashore 6.6 million tonnes per year of LNG, but its capacity will be raised to 11.3 million tonnes per year by early 2024. 12.6 million tonnes by 2026. This will coincide with a massive expansion in LNG supply in Qatar, which is a significant capacity holder at Zebuge. Over in Norway, Equinor is taking further steps to decarbonize its long-term operations, announcing a partnership this week with France's Engi to assess potential for producing and marketing hydrogen in Europe. The pair have penned a memorandum to investigate creating blue hydrogen value chains in Belgium, the Netherlands and France. Hydrogen is designated blue when it is produced from natural gas, typically using steam methane reforming, and CO2 emitted from the process is captured and stored. Most European countries are primarily focusing on green hydrogen, derived from water using renewable energy-powered electrolysis, but proponents of blue hydrogen point to its lower cost arguing that it can help industries decarbonize in the nearer term and develop a market ready for when green hydrogen costs have fallen. Equinor is also preparing to electrify two platforms at Troll, Norway's biggest gas field, as part of its clean energy push. The company this week awarded a contract to Acare Solutions to engineer the electrification systems. In France, Technip FMC has completed the separation of its engineering and construction activities from its services and technology business as planned. Technip FMC has retained the services and technologies division and now has some 21,000 employees worldwide, while the newly formed Technip Energies has handled, it continues to handle engineering and construction and has 15,000 workers. The latter's technical reference share price was set at €9 Euros ahead of its direct listening on the Euro, Euronext Paris Exchange, where it trades under the TE symbol. Shares in the company soared by over 30% on the first day of trading, reaching almost €12. Euros. Lastly for this week, Shell has agreed to sell its Devaney Shell operations in Alberta, Canada to Crescent Point Energy for some $705 million US dollars. The transaction includes $550 million in cash and 50 million Crescent Point shares and is due to close as early as April. The assets being transferred currently produce around 30,000 barrels of oil equivalent per day, of which the bulk is condensate and natural gas liquids and a third is shale gas. 
This has been Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. Thank you and see you next week.